This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Janice Dean Podcast. I'm Janice Dean, Senior Meteorologist at the Fox News Channel. Each week, I will focus on a person, a place, or thing that deserves attention because it makes the world a much better place. I'll share stories of triumph, inspiration, and good deeds of those who make my Dean's List. On this edition of the podcast, I wanted to share some of the best parts of my day at the Coney Island Nathan's Famous Fourth of July Hot Dog Eating Contest. I was lucky enough to be chosen as an official judge for this fantastic event. I even got to interview the winners as well as some of Coney Island's finest. Now, to be honest, there wasn't much prep work that went into being an official judge, but it's definitely not as easy as you might think, because these guys and gals have a method to downing dogs, and it's not pretty. But I did love being part of this incredible tradition, and it's something I won't ever forget. And official judge might need to go on my resume. So now I'd like to play for you the conversation I had with Coney Island's famous Amos. He explains how he started singing for the annual contest, what his favorite moments of the event are, and he even sang one of his original songs. Take a listen. I'm with Coney Island Amos. How are you? I'm doing fine, especially today. It's such a nice day. It's a beautiful day. Now, how did you get involved in the hot dog eating contest? Well, I started singing outside in the back alley just for the uh, news media, and uh, George Say heard me and uh, said, hey, why don't you go on uh, stage and do a couple of numbers in the back alley, and uh, the rest is history. From the back alley to the VIP room? Yeah, I don't know. I, uh, I, I, I don't know how to... Uh, express myself that's <laughs> wonderful so can you give us a little sample is it has it been the same song all these years uh no it's been a couple a couple of songs you got two hot dog song and a fourth of july song and then i got some coney island song because i write songs about coney island oh you do so are like can i listen to it on a cd or something oh you just google uh coney island amos coney you- island Coney Island Amos, and uh, just look for the videos, and I got all kinds of Coney Island songs. Oh my gosh, I am so glad that we met each other. Will you yeah. do me a little bit of song for yeah, me? Well, I'll, uh, I'll do the uh, hot, dog, uh, hot dog time. The hot dog song, okay. Uh, yeah. It's hot dog time, contest time, Coney Island. The crowd is getting mighty big, the hot dogs are a pilot. Not wing the belt this time, it won't be surprising. Where they crunch it up and they munch it up and they stuff it down their gut. Comes to eating those native Frank Daddy boys can need a lot. They dunk their fun, they crouches on the chestnut and matter. It's hot dog time, it's hot dog time. 
it's hot dog time. You know, uh, the thing is, there have been so many changes uh, uh, with the uh, people who performed in the hot dogs. One, there was a guy named Kachima, so I had to have him in the song. Then there was Kobayashi. Right. At, uh, uh, and so I had to change that, you know, and then there was an, uh, another guy. So, you know, I, after a while I get mixed up with the song. I say, uh, you know, oh, that's the wrong name, you know, you, you know, so it's so many changes. Now, know. when do you go up and perform this? Uh, in a little while, okay. yeah, just okay. before the contest. But we got a sneak peek. Absolutely, absolutely. And I got a sneak peek on you. <laughs> I hope I impressed. I'm going to be a judge today. Do you have any advice for me? Uh, put your blindfolds on. Oh. <laughs> you might get sick. <laughs> That's what I'm afraid of. Please pray for me. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Do you want to do one more? Well, uh, you want another hot dog song? Yes, I do. Do it. Uh, okay. Hot dogs, hot dogs, watch them eat them up. Hot dogs, hot dogs, it's great with soda pop. Ever since Nathan's came to good old Coney Island, no one can resist the taste. They should to keep them smiling. Hot dogs, hot dogs, watch them eat them up. Hot dogs, hot dogs, it's great with soda pop. You are a national treasure, Amos. Oh, thank you, thank you. How wonderful is Coney Island's famous Amos? I have to admit, I was singing the hot dog song all day long after hearing him sing it. No wonder the Nathans people have him back every single year. He's an institution. Stay right there. We'll have more of this story coming up. Jason in the House, the Jason Chaffetz podcast. Dive deeper than the headlines and the party lines as I take on American life, politics, and entertainment. Subscribe now on foxnewspodcast.com or wherever you download podcasts. Next, I got to sit down with the winner of the women's hot dog eating contest, Mickey Sudo, who downed 40 hot dogs in just 10 minutes. She shared how she felt coming back to the competition after taking a year off to have her baby. Maggie, congratulations. Thank you so much. It's so awesome to be back. I mean, yeah, you took a year off. I did, uh, but I actually haven't eaten in front of uh, a crowd. Well, actually, none of us have been back here since 2019, so wow. it's been a while, and it's uh, the energy that came today was amazing. Introduce me to this little fella. So this is Max. Um, his dad is Nick Weary, who's going to be competing on the guy's side in just a few minutes. We met in uh, 2018, the morning of the hot dog eating contest, so yes. Max is kind of like a product of this contest. Oh my gosh, I love that that's yeah. fantastic yeah we met here and max was born uh i mean obviously many three four years later um but on july 8th so the fourth of july is just kind of a special holiday for us how did you get into something like this um i started by doing food challenges so yeah. i did like a man versus food type challenge um where if you uh, finish the 12 pound bowl of pho no hi <laughs> oh, that's yeah. a microphone he wants to be a reporter
order. That's totally good. That's what they, that's when they start yeah. right now. Our restaurant was offering fifteen hundred dollars for finishing twelve pounds of fun. I thought I could do that, and uh, buddy, hold on. I just thought, sorry. It's okay. It's okay. We're going. I uh, so I just started doing my I started by doing food challenges, and then I eventually got talked into doing head to head competitions. And I was so shy, I didn't think I wanted to enter, but I eventually gave in, and I won. And then the natural progression was just to join the professional side, and I've been doing pretty well. Do you think the heat was, is it just, you know, a little rusty? I mean, you still put down 40 hot dogs. Yeah, it's nowhere near what I wanted to do. Um, actually, uh, ESPN was at my house when I did my last practice. I did 45 in less than 10 minutes. So I came here, like, pretty confident. So I don't know if it was just the, I mean, I could blame it on the heat, but I'm from Tampa, so we're used to competing out in the heat. Um, it might have just been, you know, having my attention split between the contest and taking care of a baby. I was literally changing a diaper and, and shouldering a 25-pound toddler, you know, minutes before eating a hot dog, so I don't know. Multitasking. Yeah, you know, but next time I'll, I'll come better. I'll, I'll come prepared with all, for, for all the distractions. And yeah, this. Try eating hot dogs when this is happening. That's okay. Oh my gosh, it's so good. Now, your husband's going to compete. Yeah. What are you predicting? Uh, well, he has a... His personal best is 44 and a half, so he's not going to settle for anything less. Okay. I know he's shooting for 50. Um, in these conditions, I know that it's going to be a little bit tough. Yep. So, uh, you know, but I think uh, I'll be rooting for him to do 50. Okay. You know, what's, next what's next after this? Um, well, immediately after this, we're going to go back and relax in the hotel. This guy's going to need a nap, and so will I. Um, but, you know, we just have fun as a family on the circuit, so we'll look to the next competition. Um, how to take it from there. I love it. Well, thank you so much for sitting down with us. You think he's going to be a champion eater as well? Oh my gosh, no. He's going to look at the eight, be eight belts that I have on the wall and just think, you guys are so weird. <laughs> so hopefully he's going to want nothing to do with competitive eating. It's just like pursue engineering or something. Thank you so much. Congratulations. Thank you. Pleasure. She's truly an inspiration to all. Now for the reigning legend of the hot dog eating contest, I got to sit down with the one and only Joey Chestnut to share how he felt after his triumphant win and the unexpected distraction he faced during the showdown. Uh, I, feel, I, uh, I feel like I should have eaten more hot dogs. <laughs> no, I was, I was tired. I was, uh, started off pretty good, then I uh, started slowing down and... Uh, yeah, since I hurt my leg, I, I haven't been able to do much cardio, so uh, I, uh, I, I could feel it. I, I got winded, winded during the contest, and I was a little bit slow, so I, uh, I definitely need to heal my leg and start getting back to working out, because uh, it slowed me down. Somebody came on the stage. What happened? I really don't remember. Um, yeah, it happened really quick. I thought somebody fell into me, and uh, I, I'm not sure what happened. You handled it very well. I, I don't know. Yeah, it, it was really fast. I, it, 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 I don't think it slowed me down much. Um, I'll have to look at the video. We're going skills. I'm sorry. Oh, because they were really pushing me. They wanted me. They wanted to make me see me make a run at the record. That's it. We're going still. Going still. And finally, I sat down with Nathan's famous vice president of marketing, Phil McCann, to reflect on the competition and share how the iconic day all came together this year. All right, Phil, let's talk about the event, how it went and, you know, something that doesn't happen very often that scared a lot of us, right? Right. It's um, 
you know, big picture, the Nathan's famous hot dog eating contest went off. It was a fantastic success. Uh, we, we do this every year. Um, it's really a very fun event and, uh, it went off very, very well. The, the only, the only kind of wrinkle, if you will, was, uh, a, a few protesters jumped up on the stage and one of which bumped into Joey Chestnut, held up a sign, and subsequently Joey uh, kind of grabbed the guy and threw him to the ground. Our police officers grabbed him and, and took the, the uh, guys off the stage. But, um, you know, this doesn't happen very often. We have uh, 125 of New York's finest protecting us during this event. We have uh, 75 uh, private security guards around the stage, but every, you know, five, six years, somehow somebody gets up on that stage. They want the awareness. They want the publicity. They want to state their cause. Um, but thankfully, uh, Joey took care of himself, uh, took, took the guy down to the ground. And um, I honestly thought the, the contest was over at that point. But Joey, even with a, a torn tendon in his leg, wearing a, a walking boot, he uh, kept on. He had dogs in his mouth and he kept on chewing and he kept on going, as you saw firsthand from the front row, Janice. And um, it was it was a, he didn't set the record. He ate 63 hot dogs and buns in 10 minutes. Um, but, yeah, it was it was kind of a not a great not a great, uh, you know, minute and a half there. Mm hmm. You know, when I talked to him, he said it was a reaction. It was just he felt there was someone next to him. And, you know, he's focused in on what he's doing. And because he grew up with brothers, it was like a reaction to just put the guy in a headlock and get him down. And he didn't miss a beat. I mean, it was really, you know, I think on the Internet, people went wild just saying what a hero this guy was, you know, didn't drop a hot dog, was still eating and managed to like throw this guy to the ground. So, you know, I'm glad everything went OK. But what I mean, the guy is the goat. He he really is. And you see all the memes out there and you kept comparing him to Tom Brady and, and the like, um, you know, Chestnut has uh, had legendary status before this. And now that he's he's kind of beaten up the villain, if you will, and kept on going. And uh, he didn't set a record. Uh, it was a very hot, uh, humid day. We didn't think he was going to set a record anyway. But the fact that the guy just kept going and, as you said, didn't miss a beat. And I, I, I like I said, I, I thought the contest was over. I thought this was going to come to a close. I thought the eaters were all going to stop. But everybody kept going, including Joey. And I just kept putting plates of dogs in front of him. This protester jumped on, not jumped on him, bumped into him and, and um, made his uh, presence known at uh, hot dog number 18. And Joey went on to eat 63. So that speaks to uh, the, the focus and the competitive nature of Joey Chestnut. What are you going to do next year that's different? I mean, you said you, you covered all the bases. We covered all the bases. We had uh, 125, I think it was, of New York's finest protecting the stage. We had, uh, I think it was 50 or 75 private security guards. Um, you know, I've been doing this contest for 22 years. It's happened maybe three times where people have jumped up and tried to kind of make a statement. 
but you know, we learn every year. What else can we do different? Now we had a, we had Joey because of his leg, we had to introduce him differently this year. Most of the eaters walk across up the stairs and across the catwalk. Joey just was not able to do that. So we had kind of a secret entrance for him this year where we brought him in. He was dressed in Nathan's um, uniform and a hat. And we put him into this riser and we rose him up above the crowd to introduce the champion. And um, I think it was the four stairs on the left side of the stage where these guys ran up, but still we had police and security there. Um, I'm not blaming those guys. I just think it was, um, you know, just really an unfortunate uh, thing that happened. But um, I, I, I don't expect that to happen again. Mm-hmm. And the crowds, close to 40,000 people. It was a sea of humanity out there. It was a sea of humanity. You know, it was nice to be back on the corner of Surf and Stillwell. The last couple of years we had to have the contest that, you know, the show must go on, right? So we had the the, uh, the show at uh, the ballpark down the street uh, in 2020. We had it in our warehouse on the third floor where we had our VIP hospitality party, um, where there were, instead of 35,000 people, we had 35 people. Mm-hmm. But um, it was that we closed the streets. As far as you could see, there were people just really watching and engaging and cheering this contest on. The crowd was awesome this year. Um, and I know you got to get a front row uh, experience of and judge this contest and, and see all of it in its glory. It's it's really pretty, uh, pretty amazing, this event. Do you start planning for next year, the day after the event? Uh, I hate to say it, but pretty much. Uh, we already have uh, plans for next year's uh, hospitality party and what we're going to do a little different. Um, but honestly, the planning really gets going about uh, October, November uh, of this year for next year's contest in terms of uh, sponsors and venue and operations, what we're going to do. Um, thankfully, we have a, a, a team of people um, that have been doing this for a long time and uh, they know what to do. They know how to, I mean, it's really, um, there's a cadence to getting the dogs up cooked and on the stage, not too hot, not too cool for the women's contest, for the men's contest, what time we have to set out the waters, the plates. Um, it's really, it, it, it's not an easy task. And we just, uh, the planning is, is uh, a long time in the making. How many hot dogs do you have set up for the contestants? Well, for the women, we start them out with uh, plates of three, which is 15 hot dogs. And for the men, we put out 20 hot dogs in front of them. Um, And my guys cook, I think they cook 1,000 for the men and 800 for the women. I'm not exactly sure how many they they cook, but uh, we have plenty for the eaters because we know typically uh, how many each eater is going to eat. So we say, okay, this guy's going to eat 20. Chestnut may may eat 75 or 80. I mean, set a record. So we we plan accordingly. Um, and we, we have all this down. Like I said, we've been doing this for a while. So, What's the origin of the hot dog eating contest? Well, you know, as legend has it, uh, this goes back to 1916, um, where a couple of guys were standing around and they were uh, immigrants and they were saying, who is the most patriotic. Well, I am. Oh, I am. And they decided to settle it by having a hot dog eating contest at Nathan's. Um, 
but really it really started kind of gaining traction in the early 90s um and the records were you know 18 19 23 um and the contest was men and women back then at the same time and then over the course of the years i think it was 2001 where uh hiro kobayashi from japan came to town and he doubled the effectively doubled the record and ate 50 hot dogs and buns back then the contest was 12 minutes and basically doubled the record and the contest the curiosity of the public of the media really exploded and kobayashi was the reigning champion for a couple of years after that and then joey came to town um and then he beat him and then chestnut i think he's won now his 15th uh hot dog eating championship um he lost one a few years ago to matt stoney um, but he's he's won, I think, 14 of the last 15 contests. Now, what are the things they can and cannot do when they get up there? They, I mean, most of these guys, they have the option to put condiments on the dogs, but mm-hmm. they just don't. I mean, it's enough, enough uh, food for them to kind of eat as, as fast as they can in 10 minutes. Um, they're allowed to dunk the dog and the bun in water and or in Kool-Aid or whatever their kind of beverage of choice uh, to help uh, help the food go down. Um, they cannot have what we call a reversal of fortune where you kind of uh, uh, throw up. And if you do that uh, during the contest, you're qual- uh, disqualified immediately. Um, but honestly, like I said, 22 years, I, ha- I think I've seen one person do that um, during the contest. And even after the contest, believe it or not, Janice, some of these guys and girls are are back and behind where we cook the dogs, hanging out with us after the contest, eating chicken tenders and hanging out and and not having a problem with it. Um, I know that uh, Kobayashi used to train by going to uh, a Chinese restaurant and and ordering everything on the menu uh, ahead of this contest to train to stretch his stomach. Joey Chestnut drinks gallons and gallons of water to expand his and 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 get ready expand his uh, stomach and get ready for this contest but yeah reversal of the fortunes you cannot do uh but everything else uh you have to eat the hot dog and bun as you saw janice firsthand it's really difficult to judge these guys and gals because most of them separate the dog from the bun they eat the dogs first. They eat the, the the buns. They ball it up like a baseball and eat that that way. So how you judge that is very tricky. But we have professional judges um, backing up uh, all judges, and we have a professional judge on the stage uh, making sure that everything is is accurate and true. We'll be back with more of the Janice Dean podcast right after this. What I didn't realize is that there's at least two judges per contestant. So we had our own person we had to watch, which, you know, was I was grateful for because I couldn't do it alone. It's really, uh, you know, I did. I was a judge uh, 22 years ago, and it's really a very difficult challenge. It's a chore and you're responsible for being accurate and true. And you were right in the middle. Uh, A lot of our first time judges we put them out to the men and women on the sides where they eat, you know, seven. Uh, but you were right in the thick of things. And, um, yeah, we, we have to 
back everybody up and make sure that we're we're all collectively counting and being accurate. Mm-hmm. What is it about the Nathan's hot dog that you think separates it from all the other hot dogs out there? Uh, I would say it's it's 100% all beef and it's made today uh, the same way it was in 1916 with our our secret spice recipe that came from Nathan's wife's grandmother. So Ida Handworker, her grandmother came up with a, a secret spice recipe that that they came over from uh, Poland. And that secret spice recipe, I think maybe seven people uh, in the world know what goes into that. But it's 100% all beef. It's a natural casing, so it has that snap when you bite it. Um, and that's what these competitors do. They, they eat those dogs the same way we were making them in 1916. And, you know, Joey Chestnut told me he loves hot dogs. He'll eat them throughout the year. He does. And I, I send him, uh, I think it's 90 pounds of hot dogs and buns to train with right around uh, June 1st. So he's, uh, he's practicing. He's, he's getting his dogs in. And um, he's a loyal uh, Nathan's fan for sure. It just brings joy to people. You know, a lot of people are like, oh, that's so gross. I don't know how you could do that. And then I looked at the crowd and interviewing the people that were coming in. They were so excited, Phil. I mean, really, there was like a bachelor party there. There were kids. Um, I went to the, a doctor's appointment a few days after uh, the hot dog eating contest. And my doctor and I started talking and I said, well, what did you do on the 4th of July weekend? She said, I took my son to the Nathan's hot dog eating contest. It's something that we've always wanted to do. It's really, uh, it's very funny. It's it's really an American tradition on July 4th right now. It's kind of really turned into that. And when I go onto an airplane or I go on to travel and I'm wearing my Nathan's logoed shirt or jacket or what have you, everybody has a you know, a question or comment about the contest and are you there and how does it go and what's the world record? And it's really um, kind of a bucket list thing for so many people. Um, And being a judge is a very coveted uh, thing. I mean, we have people begging us to be judges um, and it's really just a very fun event. People get, you know, you saw firsthand, you saw people dressed up in hot dog costumes and, um, all kinds of things. People lined up, you know, every year they line up to get in the front row about 6 a.m. You know, we, we can't open the gates until the city lets us about nine o'clock. But there was a, a line of people wrapped down Stillwell and down Surf Avenue to get into uh, the front row of this thing. And they bring their signs and they're cheering. And the fan the fans were fantastic this year, loud and and just very positive. And it was it was just a, a great fun event. Mm-hmm. And tell me about the restaurant, because I found the restaurant, you know, just as impressive as the contest itself. The restaurant is a you know, it's an iconic building. I, it's it's really you know, we started out with a, an 18 foot a hot dog stand in 1916. And that's that footprint is still there today. Um, we just kind of built up and around it. And it's nearly a full city block long. We have 43 registers and a crew of uh, 200 people um, on July 4th, just serving as many uh, dogs and fries and burgers and cheesesteaks as, as we can. Um, it's very unique, um, as you saw on the third floor in that VIP hospitality party. Um, it's a kind of a creaky old building, but it's, it's really, um, you know, 
you can get lost in there. There's a maze of hallways and everything else. Um, but it's, it's really, um, it's an iconic, really cool place and people love to visit it. It's uh, one of the most photographed uh, buildings on Coney Island. You see it uh, all over social media, our, our vertical sign, our, it's the original sign. It's really, uh, you know, I go there a lot and uh, I, every time I go there, it's still a special visit. Yeah. What would you be doing if you weren't doing this? Doing this, the contest or working in marketing or. Yeah. Doing what you're doing today. What I do don't know. Doing? I, I, um, I personally, I've produced uh, a number of commercials for, I, you know, I come from the advertising business. So uh, I would probably be a, a producer of sorts uh, mm-hmm. working on commercials or TV or, or film. And you love it though, right? Like I, I love interviewing people who love what they do. Cause it's not, it's not a job. It's, it's exactly true. I mean, I, I've worked on the Nathan's brand for 22 years. Um, I'm huge, uh, just a, it's just such a great brand and the awareness all over the world. And um, the fact that I have been able to work in-house as the head of marketing for the last six years um, and work on no other clients or no other pieces of business, it's really a, a fantastic job. And I'm very happy doing what I'm doing. So, my last question, I might have one more, but do you believe the hot dog is a sandwich? <laughs> Here we go. Uh, <laughs> the, to me, uh, the hot dog is not a sandwich. It's a hot dog. It's one of the, it's its own thing. Um, you know, the sandwich, I forget exactly the history of it, but um, the sandwich came out of Sandwich, England in 18... 18- late 1800s and the hot dog was really quote unquote invented um in the early 1900s so if the hot dog was truly a sandwich they would have called it a sandwich back in the early 1900s in fact they called it a hot dog so it is its own thing it's one piece of bread that's folded and that's that's my position i'm keeping that answer and i'm going to use it because one of the first things Brian Kilmeade asked me when I when I announced to the world that I was an official judge was, is a hot dog a sandwich? And I said, there is no question that a hot dog is not a sandwich. It's you're 100 percent right. It's right. It, it is not. It's, it's a hot dog. It's its own thing. <laughs> I love it. You know, one more thing I wanted to tell you is this event, um, you know, from the contestants to the people, it was just um you know, there was no pretentious, you know, there was nothing pretentious around it. No one thought they were better than the other person. It was just like a, a an event that everyone was just excited to be at. Uh, all American, you know, it felt like the 4th of July. And that's why I think I loved it so much. Yeah, it's, you know, we, we've said it, it's it's really a fun event. You know, all the eaters know each other. They're, they're rooting for each other. Um, so, so there's no, you know, animosity there. The fans are just there to celebrate this fun, goofy event. Um, you know, George Shea is our MC, who's he's really just uh, kind of really funny and, and brings the adds the humor uh, to the event. You know, um, it's really just a it's a great thing. I, you know, I personally, all the planning and everything else, producing this thing, um, I'm very happy when it's over. Um, but I love I love uh, leading up to it and all 
you know, what it brings to the, the party, if you will, and what it brings to America on July 4th. And we have National Hot Dog Day coming up, right? We do. July 20th. We're celebrating uh, J- National Hot Dog Day. I think we're going to be hanging out with you and, and our friends at Fox and Friends <laughs> uh, early morning on July 20th. We're going to have our uh, hot dog uh, cart out there. We're going to be giving away free dogs to the people and T-shirts and merchandise. So, yeah. I love it. And thank you for giving me the honor, Phil. I'm not sure that I would do it again, but you know what? Ask me a, a few weeks before the event next year. <laughs> I don't blame you. And yes, we will. What a fun day covering this amazing event. I'm so glad I got to share it with all of you. If you enjoyed this episode of the Janice Dean podcast or have someone to nominate for the Dean's List, please let me know at Janice Dean on Twitter or Janice Dean FNC on Instagram. Subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or at foxnewspodcast.com. And don't forget to spread the sunshine. I'm Guy Benson. Join me weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern as we break down the biggest stories of the day with some of the biggest newsmakers and guests. Listen live on the Fox News app or get the free podcast at GuyBensonShow.com.